All right, all right, all right. Welcome in to a dash of DFS episode number 14. This is week number 13 of the NFL season. We hope you're doing all right. We hope your teams are doing well. But if your teams aren't doing well, that's what DFS is for. You're in it to win it regardless. It's not a season-long thing. So week 13, we're right in our prime, baby. We're ready to go regardless how our season-long leagues are doing. With me this evening, my guys, first to my right if you're watching at home, Dirty Jobs Mike at 30 Jobs 21. Mike, what's cooking? What's happening, man? How are we doing this evening? Man, week 13, I can't believe we're already uh, almost to dynasty season, boys. It's almost that the dynasty Christmas tree is up. Uh, we're calling for Dynasty Santa Claus. He'll be here in about five weeks. So, yeah. my goodness sakes, I can't believe I can't believe we're here already. But in the meantime, a little DFS. If you're down, I'm digging it. I like that theme. I just made a trade in a uh, Debbie league. I know this isn't too much. You know, this isn't a Dynasty Debbie show, but I just traded. Uh, so I McCaffrey went down. Um, I already have Michael Thomas on the IR. My team is strong as, as hell. But I needed a move, so I moved John Mechie and Justin Ross for Cordero Patterson. So oh, I'm hoping, wow. you know, for this year. You know, I think Ross, you know, I like him going forward, you know, but Patterson, I'm hoping, can help me get that shit. Who was so, the first guy? Uh, John Mechie, wide receiver, Alabama. Yeah. So, and then Justin Ross, wide receiver, Clemson. So it's uh, – I'm, I'm giving up because I, I still got Kayshawn Boutte. Uh, I got uh, Brees Hall. I got um, Pickens from Georgia, so my my Debbie roster is loaded. But um, I had to make that move. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to get a win. I'm trying to win some money go. so I can play some more DFS. But with me as well below us, if you're watching on the YouTube, Joe Arachi at Drop the Lease, JC from Two Tickets to Fantasy. Joe, how we doing? Good man. I was just saying, like I don't have Jamal Williams in any of my leagues, but you know, so it's like, all right, let's hit him heavy on DFS this week because you know he'll be starting so swift. So to your point, that's where the DFS, you know, it can kind of replace the happiness that you're lacking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, momentarily, momentarily. Yeah, like Mike sure. talked about, you know, Dynasty Christmas, like the offseason, man, is that's where the hope is. And I feel like the offseason is more like jubilant than than the in-season, unless you're winning. And DFS, it's the week is where the jubilation is and then if you're losing which hopefully we're not doing too much of that because we we've been pretty hot here that's why we're doing this thing and chris is in the chat chris's videos chris got Dak going tonight i'm with you chris i got him going in a few leagues and i think you might hear some more about Dak prescott before we get discussing that i want to let everybody know however you're listening to us you can also find us on apple podcast podbean facebook we have two groups one is when a family breaks and that's we buy sell trade sports cards and memorabilia we're on the spotify as well if you're not watching us on YouTube, I highly recommend you subscribe to the channel, Toilets and Titles on YouTube. You hit the uh, subscribe button, clearly hit the bell. You'll be alerted anytime we go live. We go live like seven times a week in season. And even in the offseason, we're already discussing our offseason schedule. We're going to have a lot of stuff going on. Keep you guys in tune. We're going to be doing a weekly draft show, all sorts of good stuff. We're going to be doing a roundtable. It's going to be a little bit more fun. Just overall fantasy discussion, changing topics every week. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. Get it in here. You know, Get in the chat. Comment, talk to us, and we'll answer all your questions, man. We interact, and that's what makes this show fun. Also, check out ToiletsTheTitles.com. You'll be able to find all our content on there, including all of our DFS picks tonight. gets thrown up on there as an article. Uh, all the start sits that I discuss on the other show, Tuesday nights, the regular Toilets the Titles show. Everything's on there, ToiletsTheTitles.com. All right, let's dive right in. Thursday night, we're putting out going forward. Instead of just a guy or two we're playing, Joe's going to be providing the lineup that he's playing, the single-game lineup for every Thursday night. So, Joe, what is your FanDuel single-game lineup tonight? 
Yeah, man, and it will answer uh, one of the questions here we have in the chat from Jeff, any value in Taysom Hill? And uh, I do believe there's value in Taysom Hill. For the single game tonight, we're putting Prescott in the FanDuel MVP spot. Salary stays the same. It scores 1.5. Difference there. DraftKings, the salary goes up based on him scoring double. The salary goes up 1.5. On FanDuel, the salary stays the same. The MVP spot scores 1.5. We're putting Prescott in there, but we're absolutely Taysom Hill for the single game on FanDuel is only 7,000, which is a huge bargain. I think your average salary there is like 10K. So loving Taysom Hill. His ownership will be very high, as is a lot of these guys with the single game lineups. But the uh, the values in the detail, right? You might have three or four of the same, but it's that last guy you get in that's going to be the differentiator. And we're going to round up the lineup with um, Mark Ingram, who's starting in Kamara's spot. I don't see Ingram for a ton of yards necessarily tonight but i do expect them to potentially get in the end zone and then we're going to do the uh, wide receiver combo in dallas of both cd lamb and michael gallup Let's go. looks like looks like amari cooper's playing but he sounds like he's going to play as the uh, number three wide out based on the fact that he's not 100 percent. so hoping that translates into a good chunk of targets for uh gallup along as you know with a, tor- a typical game from cd lamb which i feel like he's uh overdue for Man, I'm not trusting anything Dallas is saying right now. You know, in the beginning of the week, you know, towards the end of last week, it was we're going to rest Zeke. We got to rest him, man. Like, we we need to give him a little bit of a break. You know, they even have quotes from Zeke talking about Pollard getting opportunities. And then two days ago, I hear Zeke's going to get plenty, like lots of touches. Like, he's going to get lots of touches. So, I, you know, what's up? What's down? I don't know. So, with Cooper, I don't have too much of him going tonight, so I'm just going to sit back and see what they're doing. I like what you got here with Lamb and Gallup. Gallup's do. You know, Gallup had a few nice catches the other day. I think he's ready. I keep on going back to our conversation because, you know, we did the Thanksgiving show and previewed, obviously, the Cowboy Raider game. And you were, as a Cowboy fan, afraid of the Cowboys. I thought from a fantasy perspective and a game perspective, it was going to be the Cowboys day. Fantasy-wise, it absolutely still translated. Oh, they had garbage a time. Day. You know, However, later, yeah. you were right about the game. Like, I was absolutely thinking about you watching the end of that game and being <laughs> like, holy shit. Right. Yeah, I felt it, man. I, I felt it with that. I felt it with the Broncos. So tonight I'm just indifferent. I'm going on vacation. I'm leaving Saturday. They can The Cowboys get a chance to hurt me one more time before I go away. But, I, <laughs> you know, with, with Kamara out, you know, and I, with Demarcus Lawrence back, you know, I think they're going to be fired up, fired up for this one. Dan Quinn's going to be on the sideline. He's not normally on the sideline. He's a fiery guy. He got them motivated for the Falcons game because, you know, they went out there firing for him. So this game, I think he's going to have them ready to go. I think they're a little pissed off, but you shouldn't have to get pissed off to come out and play good. You know, we can have a we can have a an episode on toilets to titles just talking overall overall philosophy and in philosophy right. in general. You shouldn't have to, you're a professional athlete. The fire should be burning in your belly regardless. Tristan you know? Thompson, I don't know if you guys are NBA guys. Real fast, Tristan Thompson's playing for Sacramento and they suck and they got crushed the other night and somebody asked him about coach motivation in the post game and Thompson went off. Um, and, you know, with Tristan Thompson, historically, he played all those years with LeBron in Cleveland, won the title in Cleveland with him. Um, so he knows a little bit about winning. And, you know, he just went off and basically said, we're professionals being paid an extremely large amount of money for doing what we love to do. I, I, if, if you're telling me you need another man to motivate you to do your job well, <laughs> then get, you know, get the F out. It was, it was candid. It was an interesting take.
to your point. That's awesome. Hey, so Chris is in the chat. He's saying Jalen or Teddy. I like Jalen Hurts this week. Actually, on Toilets and Titles, if you go to ToiletsTitles.com, my dude's dud starts its article. I got Jalen starting. Two weeks in a row at MetLife Stadium. This week's not going to end like last week did. I think he's going to go after Devontae Smith often, early and often. I think they're going to score a lot of points. I really like Jalen this week. And Teddy, I'm a little nervous because it's a division game. All right? He's been okay. You know, Sutton's been decent. Patrick's been decent. Jerry Judy's kind of been absent. So the weapons are there. He could potentially go toe-to-toe with a high-scoring Chiefs offense, but I've also seen enough from the Chiefs defense in the past few weeks, so they've looked you know, pretty good at times, and I, I just don't really know what to expect. So I'm more comfortable with Jalen. And then Jeff's asking, any thoughts on the anomaly that is Cordero Patterson? If you missed it earlier in the show, I made a trade for him in a Debbie league. Christian McCaffrey went on the IR. I needed some points. I traded John Mechie from Alabama and Justin Ross from Clemson. And uh, – my, my thoughts are he's hot, right? We have a segment on the show called ride the wave. I'm riding the wave. I can't tell you why, you know, <laughs> I, I can almost, where you know, the hell it came from. <laughs> when, when, when he was at Tennessee, he was a Juco transfer and he was an athlete, kick returner, punt returner, wide receiver. You know, they used them all over the field and he was very electrifying. And I almost feel like they, when he, when he got drafted, what was it? Was it Minnesota where he got drafted? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, they tried to fit him in that outside wide receiver role. And then when he went to Chicago, he was more so of a returner. He didn't get an opportunity. And it seems like Atlanta's desperate. They are very yeah. desperate and they're giving him tons of opportunity and he's showcasing it. So I don't know if it's just all coming together at the right time or he's just getting more opportunity, whatever it is, the dude's balling. I can't tell you it's going to continue like this after this season. But I, I think he's going to continue this season. So if I'm in a dynasty league and I'm trying to make a step, you know, to, to get me a good roster going into the playoffs, I'm trading for this cat because he's hot right now. All right. And then if you're a dynasty owner who is out of it, I'm trading this guy for a haul. Set yourself up for next year because, again, I don't know if he's going to continue to do this next year. So don't waste this. You probably picked him up on waivers. You got him for free. Go ahead and sell him, you know, to an owner who's desperate, who's trying to get a win and go and get yourself some stuff. All right. So let's uh, move on here. I want to let everybody know patreon.com backslash toilets and titles. Tier one is $3 a month. It gets you into our group chat on Discord. We are all on there. There's about 13 guys from toilets and titles. Every single one of us is in there. We got all the Patreon members. We're talking fantasy football 24-7 trades, suggestions, start sits, news, whatever. We'd love to see you in there. It supports the show. It helps us help you, and it helps grow the community. That's what we're trying to do. Tier two is $5 a month. Gets you that chat, gets you early access to the waiver wire episodes that Justin's doing. It gets you into next year's Frankenstein League, which is almost closer than this year's, <laughs> you know, to the beginning of this year's. But can, this year's almost over. So we're already going to be talking next year's Frankenstein. Right. Next year's Frankenstein is going to be crazy, man. We're going to do a few of our drafts in Canton. And I, I'm very excited. This year, we went from one 14 team division to three 12 team divisions. I think next year we're going to advance to five 12 team divisions. And this it's a crazy league. So you get in that guaranteed with tier two. I got to get in that. Yeah, man. Well, you're in. You're, you're told, in. It's a titles member now. So you're in. I'm in. All right. And now, not only are you in, you have to help with the workings. We got to do the round table to talk about changing the rules. And you, it, it's a it's a large undertaking running that league on MFL. So now that you're in, we're going to be definitely using your help. And then everybody, tier three, $10 a month. Everything I mentioned, the Frankenstein entry that you get, you actually get in tier three for free. So that's a $25 value for 10 bucks. That's what tier three is. All right. And then it also gets you one-on-one roster analysis from anybody at the Toilets of Titles team. All right. It's time for Gandalf to get out here and let us know who shall not pass. That is correct. 
My man Gandalf coming out. He's telling you. He's saying, "Don't do it." I've seen a lot of questions this week. I've been getting a lot of them in my uh, like in my DMs and my fantasy questions and things like that of people wanting to know should they be playing uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And typically, when I start seeing a lot of those kind of questions, that that a lot of times you see a little bit of a DFS ownership percentage, a lot of gamble percentage. Fade this guy. Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been good this whole season. I mean, he's been serviceable. He's been getting the ball to Debo Samuel, uh, but that's about the only thing he's been doing well. And uh, Debo doesn't look like he's going to be out there this week. So I am fading Jimmy Garoppolo this week, and I'm advising you all do the same, and so is Gandalf. Man, I just – so I was one of the people, and it was in our Discord chat, our Patreon Discord chat, asking, should I start Jimmy Garoppolo or Taylor Heineke? And I ended up picking up Garoppolo because I have Aaron Rodgers and he's got a buy and I need a win. Like I, this is a huge week for redraft. And uh, I ended up trading. So it's actually not redraft anymore. They converted it to dynasty. So I traded a second for Russell Wilson and I dropped Jimmy Garoppolo just because now I'll have Russ and Aaron Rodgers. And I assume Russ will be somewhere else next year. So I think going forward, it's a good move, but I just couldn't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. So thanks to you. I went on. I saw these notes today, and when I saw these notes, I was like, I got to do it. I got to move on from Jimmy G. You know, I can't have him there. All right, my non-quarterback fades <laughs> of the week, all right? I'm starting with Najee Harris versus Baltimore at 7,700. The Ravens just held the Browns, who I believe have a superior rushing attack to the Steelers, to 36 yards in the ground in Week 12. Roethlisberger is on his last legs. The Ravens are gonna they're going to eliminate the run and threaten, like, hey, it's Pittsburgh. Try to throw on us. So I don't think Najee's going to have a day. I'm not trusting him at all. 7,700 on DraftKings. I'm fading him. And then Terry McLaurin at the Las Vegas Raiders, 7,400. The Raiders let up some decent points to the Cowboys wide receivers last week, but most of that was in garbage time. It was kind of an ugly game. And they're holding uh, opposing wide receivers to an average of 20 PPR points per game. Like All of the, you know, the team's wide receivers combined. Washington football team, I think, will try to keep this one closed by playing tough defense like they did with Seattle. So I think McLaurin's going to get limited opportunities. And due to that, I'm not liking it at 7,400. So a touchdown would save him, but I think he's going to have three or four catches in this one, and I'm not feeling too good about it. So, all right, let's move on now to the guys we like. Joe, guys we're paying up for. Who are you paying up for this week? I almost did that mute thing. I've been so good about that for a you long have, time. You, know? you graduated. Yeah, right. You know, we're all obviously there's a theme that everybody's going to hear, you know, whether it's Tampa, Joe Mixon, we all kind of have a lot of the same thoughts. So my my first two thoughts on this one were, were TB12 and Joe Mixon. Um, and I think you guys are going to talk about those guys, too. So I dug a little deeper and I'm going to say Leonard Fournette. I'm going to stick with Tampa, um, 7,700 at Atlanta. He's obviously not going to score four or five touchdowns like he did last week, but there's no reason to think he doesn't go for 100 scrimmage yards in another touchdown because, you know, big league early on maybe in that game for them, and then he pounds them in the second half. So I'll officially say uh, Leonard Fournette, but there's a group of guys from Tampa, and, you know, again, Joe Mixon was at the top of that list. 9,400 still saves you only because uh, Jonathan Taylor was just brought up in the chat. He's 10-5 on fan duel this week which is pretty freaking expensive Mixon saves you 1100 hey it's hard to pay 10-5 for someone so that's kind of where i was looking at Mixon. and Mixon's going against a horrendous rushing defense like horrendous but mike i'm gonna let you talk about Mixon. who are the guys you're paying up for this week man well yeah so to, Mixon's definitely the guy on my list right there and like it's been just 
awesome because just up until last week, Mixon was $7,600. And then they finally give this guy the respect he deserves. Although it hurts the rest of us in the pocketbook. He finally got that 9,000 platform. Uh, to me, he should have been the guy this week that was over 10,000. If you were, uh, laying odds and playing it smarter. You're wanting people to not win money. So uh, Joe Mixon at the Chargers or versus the Chargers at 9,400 was a smash. And I really like that game. Uh, you're going to see this game as a common theme with me uh, more and more and more as we talk about this. But Justin Herbert at Cincinnati, the thermometer on this guy is just red hot. He's on fire. He's doing everything he can do and everything he's doing, he's doing right. So I have a feeling this team's going to go out and they're going to win the division this year. Uh, they're probably not going to get too deep in the playoffs, but they will make it to the playoffs. And I feel like Herbert's just going to have himself a day against Cincinnati. All right. The Chargers in the playoffs, winning the division. I like that, man. I would love them to, you know, pass Kansas City. So I like it. I'm with you, man. Well, there it's a, it's anybody's game in the AFC West right now. Good. I'm with you. I'm, I'm And you're brought, you're the number one Broncos fan. So for you to say that you, you have like inside information. Yes, I, I know. I've watched Teddy Bridgewater play before. <laughs> this doesn't end well, Broncos fans. Yeah. The ending of this movie is sad. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, next year, hopefully, they, they just locked up all their wide receivers. So hopefully they're going to get a guy like Russ or they're going to get Aaron Rodgers and yes. uh, Denver will prosper. They, they freed up some money by getting rid of Vaughn, right? So yep. that, that, that should help them get one of those guys. All right. The guys that we're paying up for that I'm going to be paying up for this week, Joe Mixon, everybody said it. He's on fire. DraftKings is 8,100. Chargers run defense is terrible. So let me go with Mixon. And then Tom Brady, who Joe mentioned, you know, he's going against Atlanta. He's at Atlanta, 7,200. A lot of the big-name quarterbacks have tough divisional matchups this week, and those are making me back away. Brady's got a divisional matchup, but I do not think it's tough. No. I, I think he went for five touchdowns against them early. Look, look at his history against division yeah. opponents. Like where most teams, it's tough and it's tight with him. It's no, this is yeah. – it's a walk in the park. I think they're going to be firing on all cylinders. So I'm going to put Tom in my quarterback slot. It's going to make me feel warm and cozy. All right, like my favorite sweatshirt. So Tom Brady, all right, you're the one for me. All right, ride in the wave. Play, players who are on a hot streak that we're playing until they cool off. I got Hunter Renfro this week versus Washington at 5,800. Three of his last four outings, Renfro has topped 17 points on DraftKings. He has 31 targets in that four-week span. Man, that's a lot. I think you know, I'm not saying this is a super high ceiling wave. This isn't like a triple overhead, but it's a consistent double overhead. All right. That that barrel is nice. It's a high floor wave. That's what we're saying. So I'm going to ride this Renfro high floor wave. It's no longer just dirt in Renfro. It's all in Renfro. All right. All right. Bounce back player of the week. Joe, who's your bounce back player of the week, man? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stick with Tampa. Chris Godwin. He went, I think he, uh, it was a rough week for all of them. None of them scored in the in the passing game last week because of Fournette. So uh, I really <laughs> like Chris Godwin this week, that Atlanta matchup. And one more real quick, Jamar Chase, you know, we're talking about what should be a shootout there in Cincinnati against the Chargers. Chase just went three for 39 last week, caught all three of his targets, but only got three of them, partly because Mixon's been so dominant. But I would I would expect Chase to have a bigger game for, uh, for the Bengals this week also. All right, well, Jeff just talked about Pittman, so he's my bounce back player of the week. So that's perfect timing. Uh, he's actually on so on, on FanDuel, he's at 6,800. On DraftKings, he is at 5,700. He's going to be at Houston. Pittman was hot for a quick minute, but has cooled off over the last four weeks. The targets were there last week, though. He had 10 targets. So they're trying to get him the ball. Him and Wentz just could not connect. I expect them to get back on track this week. The targets will be there. They'll connect. The Texans' defense is middle of the pack. 
you know, their secondary is middle of the pack. He'll be fine. So that's actually my bounce back player of the week. And then Mike, who's your bounce back player of the week? I've got Mike Williams. Uh, like I said, you'll see the common theme of this. I'm going to be picking on that Cincinnati game an awful lot uh, with both sides of the ball. I like both sides. I think it's, like I said, I think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. Uh, Mike Williams, he's been hot and cold all season long, but I feel like this is going to be one of his on weeks. Um, I, I think he could actually get a multi-touchdown game out of this, uh, possibly about uh, five for 67 and two touches. So I really wanted to get him on my lineup when I kind of started uh, getting those numbers off of the projections. Man, I love it. All right, so Mike Williams, your bounce back player. Hey, Joe, we're looking for some diamonds in the rough, some low ownership plays. Who you got for us? Yeah, so uh, I I just organically found kind of one at each major position. Um, so real quick, running back. Uh, diamond in the rough, I don't know what you want to call him. Jamal Williams, Detroit, home against Minnesota this week. No DeAndre Swift, 6,500 on FanDuel. A guy that hasn't been started too often, I wouldn't say, uh, throughout the year from a DFS perspective, but... He, you know, he he does it in the passing game in the rushing game when he gets the uh, when he gets the snaps, and he'll certainly get those this week. So I like Jamal Williams at running back, wide receiver. Um, I actually don't believe Michael Pittman's a good value for sixty eight hundred on FanDuel this week. To be completely honest, Jalen Waddle sixty nine hundred, and he's been double digit targets for like five weeks in a row, and they're playing the Giants. I actually think at fifty seven hundred, T Y Hilton seems to be healthy. And if you've been playing fantasy long enough, you know a couple things about him. He has a couple of huge games each year in between all those clunkers. And he's done it to the Houston Texans on multiple occasions throughout <laughs> his career. So um, he's kind of my cheap flyer. I'll talk about him again when we give the Sunday lineup. He's kind of my cheap lineup guy uh, for the major skill position players at 5,700. If there's any week I feel like he's going to pop one with Carson Wentz, feel like it's going to be this week. Hmm. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So now... We got to talk. Oh, about I got one lineups. more. I didn't do oh, tight go end. Ahead. Go I didn't ahead. do tight talk end. About your tight Last end, one. Yeah. Sorry, Foster Moreau. No Darren Waller this week for Oakland. Moreau's five thousand home against Washington. He started a few weeks ago against Philly. Went six for sixty and a touchdown. So you know, Rugs didn't get a lot of targets there in Oakland or for the Raiders. However, since Rugs has been out, to your earlier point, Renfro's been all over the place. He's been phenomenal and he's oh, been yeah. consistent. And then you know, I, I, with Rugs out again for whatever reason, it wasn't a lot of targets. But uh, Waller obviously, and that's a lot of targets to fill. So I actually like that. I I, I like Moreau home against Washington to to get his looks for sure. All right, Joe, why don't you just go right into your lineup, man? What's the Let's FanDuel lineup you're playing this week? All right, here we go real quick, and then I can mute myself. We're going Tom Brady, 8,100 <laughs> 8, at Atlanta for all the reasons we've already talked about. The same thing with Joe Mixon and Leonard Fournette. I'm spending it running back this week. Uh, Mixon, 9,400. Fournette, 7,700. Atlanta and the Chargers, respectively, juicy matchups. Chris Godwin, I'm sticking with. Tampa's going to put 28 up in the first half, at least. I really do believe that. Godwin, 7,600. Um, I'm going to take advantage of the Rams home against Jacksonville. If Odell Beckham plays 6K, I'm probably going to throw him in. He's questionable. If he doesn't, Van Jefferson's right there, 5,800. They both had pretty good weeks last week. I expect them to do the same this week. T.Y. Hilton, 5,700, as we were talking about. Kind of my flyer for the week, but he's going to do it one week this year. It's just a matter of picking which one. Uh, we talked about Foster Moreau. 5,000 home against Washington at tight end. We're flexing Jamal Williams, Detroit home against Minnesota. No DeAndre Swift. I look for him to get 20 total touches, if not more. And All then right. uh, what the Dolphins defense did last week against Carolina was pretty impressive. So uh, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring and say they pick on my New York Giants this week. 4,000 for the Dolphins defense home against the Giants. All right, I'm going to go right into my lineup. My lineup is DraftKings. 
I got Tom Brady as well at Atlanta, 7,200. I got Joe Mixon versus the Los Angeles Chargers for 8,100. And then Jamal Williams, man, if he gets 20 touches, I'm loving it. He's 5,400 on DraftKings. Right into Hunter Renfro versus Washington, 5,800. Let's ride that wave, man. Van Jefferson, you mentioned Odell Beckham. Van Jefferson, he had a lot of targets last week. I got him in there versus Jacksonville, 5,300. Rondell Moore, that's like my T.Y. Hilton. I keep playing this guy, waiting for him to have that monster game like he did earlier in this in the season. So Rondell Moore at Chicago, 4,700. Then Gronk. Gronk is hot, too. He was in consideration for me for riding the wave. He's getting it done, so I'm stacking Brady with Gronk. Gronk at Atlanta, 5,300. Then Darius Slayton at Miami for 4,600. With Galladay back, I think he's going to take some attention. You know, Ingram, and I think Slayton's due. And then that's my wild card pick, you know, in this uh, in this lineup here. And then finally, the Cardinals defense at Chicago, 3,400. Cardinals defense is one of the tops in the league in scoring. They haven't been great over the last two or three weeks. But I think against Chicago, they'll feast. They're going to fly around the field. They're going to do well. And then if Kyler comes back, that's just going to provide a spark to them. They'll be firing in all cylinders. So give me the Cardinals defense. And then, Mike, what is your lineup this week, my guy? So like I was talking about Justin Herbert earlier at the 80 at Cincinnati for 8,200 uh, Jamal Williams. That looks like it's a common theme between all three of us. We all like the opportunity that he has versus Minnesota. Pretty much one of the only people that are on that team. That's uh, doing anything with the football. Joe Mixon uh, versus the Chargers, uh, slam dunk, smash it. Let's do it. Uh, Van Jefferson, like Jeff was saying, me and Jeff had just been right here. This whole show, I'm telling you, he said 5,800 on FanDuel. I said, yep, sign me up for that kind of stuff, too. And then uh, Mike Williams, of course, at, at 6,800 or 6,500 as well, man. You can't let that go. I mean, these are just value, value plays. Deontay Johnson versus Baltimore, man. That guy's been a target hog this whole entire, like, past three games. And I don't expect that to be any different. I think this is going to be a pass-heavy game, or it's going to need to be a pass-heavy game uh, for the if Pittsburgh wants to win. And then, man, I had to go dumpster diving for my tight end. I was out of money. I didn't see anybody on there I liked. And then, boom, Richard Rodgers at New York. I, I had to go for it, man. Richard Rodgers has actually been getting a little bit of productivity, a little bit of volume over there uh, on the other side of Goddard. So I, I really like that. Uh, I really like Richard Rodgers. And then, of course, and I don't know if there's any Magic the Gathering players out there, uh, but I have God Chriswin, the Falcon Destroyer. I have him in my flex because he's at Atlanta for 7,600. Chris Godwin is so good. And, I mean, if you look at his numbers against the Atlanta Falcons, he scored like 14 of his touchdowns against this team. He's got over 1,000 yards against the Falcons. Like I said, he's the Falcon destroyer. And then the Bucks at Atlanta, I think they're going to pretty much just destroy him. And uh, also, right back at you, Jeff. Love you too, brother. So uh, we need we need a breaking news drop, Mike, for next week. The way you have the thou shall not pass, we need a breaking news drop. Two things real quick. One's a couple hours old. I wanted to get it in before we're done. I, <laughs> that's what she said. Ah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Brown just got suspended for three games for uh, for sending in a goddamn fake COVID vaccine card. We can we could spend a whole episode <laughs> on jokes about that. But the real piece of breaking news: Amari Cooper. He's active. He's playing. However, it's being reported that they're going to give him the first couple snaps of the game to actually see if he can go. So there's actually a chance that Cooper plays one play and doesn't sniff the field again now. So a little bit of a different report after the pregame warm-up. Warm up. Basically, it's telling you you can't play Cooper in any sort of fantasy setting at this point. Four for 60. 
four for 60. I've seen the guy guy have a terrible hamstring, sit out for a few plays, come back in. He's a, he's a strange bird. He walks to the beat of his own drum. He's going to be he'll, – he'll play here and there. Uh, but also four for 60, I, I ain't starting him. I'm not playing him in DFS. Right. But I, I think he'll be around. He'll be floating around. Um, I, You know, we'll, we'll see. They need this win. You, you said he's only going to be playing one play? Like, or They're one saying or the first plays, couple possibly. plays dictate if and how much he plays the rest of the game. So it's the same Amari Cooper you get every five weeks anyways. It's yeah. that six week. He gives you that four catches for 60 and then takes the other five off. So, Man, but we, he, he's, we've seen how, how valuable he is to that offense over the last few weeks, really man. True. Getting three games in 12 days is not fun. When you got guys with COVID, you got injuries. It beat the hell out of us, that, that three-game stretch. But we got this. This is the last of it. And then we got a nice break till Sunday. So, everybody, that does it for the show. Good luck to you all. Again, check out patreon.com slash toilets and titles. We'd love to see you in there. Tier 1, $3 a month. Get in that Discord chat. Let's talk fantasy. All right, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit some likes. Throw us some comments. Hit the bell. So every time we go live, you are alerted. It's been fun chatting with you. I'm going to go bite my nails through this Cowboys game, and then I'm off next week. So it's just going to be Mike and Joe. I don't know if they're going to bring anybody else on. They'll probably do it just themselves, man. They're going to get it done without me. So Papa ain't going to be around. So the kids, the kids, the kids are going to have a good one. You up the coach jokes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I'll be in Disney World, man. I, I won't. I'll be floating around. So everybody, catch y'all later on. Have a good week. If you're in Dynasty redraft, whatever. Good luck to you. Go get some W's. Go make some moves. Go trade for Cordell Patterson if you're in it, because this guy's going to help you win. Catch you later on.